Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're located. This is Denise Youssef, and I'm continuing my series on short tips for conflict resolution. I'm going to tie in some of the themes that I've talked about before with validating others, reaching out to others, engaging in conversation, but I'm also bringing in, we've talked before how individuals now more than ever because of COVID are feeling isolation. And I think it's important that we bring that up because last week we celebrated Mental Health Awareness Day. I think it's very important. Many companies gave a day off to their employees to be able to have just a mental health break. I think that's so important and something that we need to talk about more, something that we need to normalize. Mental health is health. It's necessary and it's important. I'm bringing this up because with this time period, I've mentioned before my age, I'm getting closer to 40, so I've got older relatives. And I think that isolation is being a little difficult on many individuals. Especially, we have seen on the news individuals who are in senior care uh, locations and they're not able to get visits from family members, from friends, and that isolation can be very hard. I think for anyone who suffers from depression or who suffers from any type of mental health concern, this is also a very trying and difficult time. Maybe that coffee once a week was something that they really looked forward to. Maybe going to their therapist in person. We're changing how we interact to Zoom, to Facebook Live, to all of these different online media content-based platforms. And that can be a little difficult for some of the older generation who's not used to having to connect with people that way. I'm bringing up those who are elderly. I'm bringing up those who have mental health concerns. I'm bringing up those of us who every now and then just get the blues and would really like to be able to have coffee to just reach out and engage person to person, face to face with our close ones whom we trust. And what I'm discussing today, let's talk about how you can reach out to others for them and for yourself too. We all need that connection. It could be picking up the phone. It could be sending a text message. Now I brought up family because as someone who mediates family disputes and concerns, I know that there are a lot of emotions, deep-seated feelings towards each other, some that are repairable, some that you've set boundaries and have decided that's what's best. And it's okay to redefine boundaries. It's okay to reach out to someone. I can give an example. There are people in my life that for one reason or another have come and go, but they had an impact in my life. And I've recently been reaching out just to say, hi, how's it going? How are you and your family during these times? Are you able to get some fresh air? Are you able to take care of yourself? Do you need any best practices for work-life balance? And it's been nice to hear back from them. That doesn't mean I'm engaging with them every day. We all have limited time. We all have boundaries that we set. Now, I'm not speaking to individuals that have caused you deep harm. That, that's something that's different. That's something, again, I've 
brought up working with your therapist before, but if it's someone that you would like to reach out and have that grace, extend that compassion, that grace, extend a, a warm hello or a sincere, how are you? I'd like to just check in to see how things are doing, but doesn't mean that you're accepting that person back into your life 24 seven, or that you're going to have the relationship that you had before, but it's okay to redefine boundaries, to touch base with people, to see how they're doing. And that can mean the world to someone. It could mean the world to someone. It could also help you as well in that connection and reaching out in having a sense of normality of how things were before. Now, setting boundaries, I want to touch on that a little bit, something that we talk a lot about in the workshops. We all have to set boundaries. In my last episode, I talked about saying no and just ways to, to give a firm, graceful no. I don't have the bandwidth to do that. I don't have the availability to do that. No, I simply can't do that. There's different ways that you can say no. Setting boundaries with individuals who are maybe past friends, family members, what that looks like is redefining how much time and effort you give to them. Because maybe before they were someone that was heavily involved in your life or you were heavily involved in their life, and now you don't have the bandwidth or the that connection isn't what it was before. Again, maybe because of a dispute, maybe because of, of a harm that was caused. So how do you redefine that? You can reach out and say, I'm, I'm reaching out today just to say hello, to see how you're doing. I care for you and your family. And I just wanted to check in to see that things are, are going well for you. If they respond, let them know, great, have a wonderful day. If they ask how you're doing, you can respond, let them know your bandwidth, let them know your commitments, let them know where you, the majority of your time is spent. And there's different ways to do that. There's different ways of what that looks like when it's in action. That's just one example. But I wanted to bring that up again. I, I say this because I think it's so important to set boundaries with individuals, whether it's a friend, a coworker, your direct manager, your director, your family members, because we can't have successful relationships when we're feeling drained or when we feel like we're giving 150% and the other person is just giving 10%. It's not a 50-50 uh, every day, but there should always be a balance in your relationships. And what that looks like is maybe your spouse had a hard day, and so on that day, you're the one that's giving 120%, but on the next day when you had a hard day putting the baby to sleep or getting the baby into their normal routine, then your, your spouse steps up and helps with that. And so this 50-50, that's not always what it looks like. I say this because in media also people kind of look for that 50-50 and that's not always what it's going to look like. It's what do you need and how are those needs being met? And the same goes for the other individual. What are that person's needs and how are those needs being met? Tying that back to my original subject of mental health and the isolation that a lot of individuals are dealing with right now. If you have that bandwidth, if you would like to extend that grace to others, just opening up, sending a hello, a message, giving a call, and just making sure that you set your boundaries as you need to, but letting that person know that you care, that that was the purpose, that you had an intent to reach out because you were being mindful of them, but you're also being mindful of yourself and of your previous relationship. 
how do you want that relationship to look moving forward now and how are you going to honor that? That's something that we talk about in the workshops and in my one-on-one -on -one conflict coaching that I do with individuals. I will let you go. Again, I'm doing a, a quick series of conflict resolution tips, mindfulness tips. I welcome your feedback. If you'd like to leave me a review, if you'd like to reach out and ask questions, if you have topics that you would like to see me cover, let me know. I did post a great article on my Facebook page, Denise Yusuf Mediations, and I think it's a great article with how to have conversations with individuals to make sure that they feel heard. And that's also recurring theme and topic for me, making sure that you feel heard and that others feel heard. That's really, you'll find sometimes just what an individual needs. Have a great day, everyone. Goodbye.